Hey guys, welcome back to Girlmates Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We have a lot to discuss today. A lot, a lot, actually. Um, We watched El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie, and we also watched the entire first season of Righteous Gemstones, and we also watched the season finale of Succession, and we promised you... And we promised ourselves that we would get to talk about Succession um, with spoilers at the end of this episode. So be prepared and we'll warn you when we mm-hmm. get there. We'll definitely warn you. Even though you should be caught up by now, but yeah, if you're not, that's fine. We won't hate you forever. Just no. a little bit of judgment. Okay, so for our top three, um, I'm kind of going back to our old top three format. For this one. Mm-hmm. But still working in hypotheticals. Yes. Um, so kind of piggybacking off of El Camino, we're ranking our top three shows we would like to see a prequel or an epilogue. Yes. Like make a movie, like a one-off movie. Yes. Of Yeah. Explaining how the characters got there or where they are now. That's the definition of a prequel and an epilogue. <laughs> well, now they don't have to look it up online. <laughs> okay, so what's your number three? My number three is actually Glow. Ooh. Because I would like to see Debbie, like, in her heyday as a soap opera star. Okay. Like, so specifically focusing on Debbie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, uh, Ruth would be in there, too, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for I just I have a lot of curiosity about... Uh, the soap opera she was on and like her kind of at the top of her game mm-hmm. instead of more the bottom mm-hmm. so yeah that's my number three yeah i'd watch that for sure um i thought that the timing of this top three was perfect with one of my favorite people to follow on twitter chrissy Teigen. She tweeted this week about where people think Jim and Pam are now. (laughs) That was so funny. And I kind of agreed with her. I actually voted. She did like a poll and it was like, they're still together. They're divorced. They are in an open relationship. And I can't remember what the fourth one was, but I voted for an open relationship. (laughs) I feel like the fourth was separated. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, that was so funny. And so it really got me thinking and people she was like, "No, people, like where do you actually think that they are? Not like where do you hope they are they would be." Mm-hmm. And so, I think my number 3 would be The Office actually. I feel like that's kind of cliché, but I'm going to go with it because Chrissy really made me think. And I would be curious for a real life where are they now? Yeah. Because the whole point of The Office was seeing these as, like, real people, mm-hmm. not TV actors or characters. And yeah. so it would be interesting to see, like, you had this huge buildup, like, people shipping them and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, how did that actually work out? Yeah. It would be so interesting. Um, My number two is, I don't consider it a cop-out, but I said succession. <laughs> because I would love to see a prequel of The Roy Kids. Mm-hmm. And instead of, like, focusing just on one, I would like to see kind of the whole family uh, dynamic. But I'm so curious of how the younger kids interacted with Connor mm. when they were kids because, like, he was around. I am re- I mean, I'm getting all my context from, like, the opening credits montage. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, there. Mm-hmm. But 
what, like, how did he grow up to be such a weird adult? Like, I just have a lot of questions. I would love to see how they saw him when they were younger, because yeah. now that everyone knows he's weird. Yeah. So, it'd be like Muppet Babies, uh, but the Roys. Yeah, I would watch that, too. My number two, I am going to go with Girls. Ooh, I feel like I could see them actually doing one. Yeah, I could see them doing one, too. And I think they kind of left it kind of... We're not solidified with where they are. They are all still so young that I think they could all be in completely different places doing completely different things. Oh, totally. And still be really interesting. So you would set it when they're, like, 40? Yeah, probably. That would be awesome. I would totally watch that. Yeah. Especially because they, like, 10 years or whatever is, like, not long enough for them to get wise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they would still probably make horrible decisions. Totally. Um, I would, would like you... to see what Lena Dunham's character is like as a mom. Yeah. I mean, we we saw what she was like breastfeeding, but we don't know what she's like as an actual mother. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. And I want to see more uh, Shosh. Yeah. What if Jemima's just dead? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. You just never know. Or she could have been the one to have the most stable life now or something. Mm-hmm. You never know. Um, My number one is Seinfeld. Mm. Because I want a whole Elaine prequel movie. Okay. I just want to know everything about her childhood and her teens and in college. And I could just watch only her forever. So a spinoff, just her. Yeah, actually, yes. More than just a movie, a full TV show, just Elaine. (laughs) Okay, great. I support that. Okay, my number one is Gilmore Girls, but a prequel of um, Lorelai, Mm -hmm. like, in her teens, being, like, a crazy teenager living with her parents. Pre-pregnancy. Yeah. That sounds really fun and awesome. Yeah. Because there's, like, that one episode, but it's, like, right when she's finding out she's pregnant, mm-hmm. I think. And that was fun. Yeah. I liked it. I would love that. What decade was she a teenager in? Was that the 80s? You would I don't know really better know, than me. But something like that. It sounds could, right. It would just be really, really fun. Yeah. Did you have any bonuses? Um... You know, I did also say Mad Men, because I would like to see mm. specifically Jones day-to-day after ma- after the events of Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about that one, too, but then I was like, would I be too sad? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Um, I thought about Freaks and Geeks. I felt like that one was kind of an obvious one. Yeah, because any show where you only got that one season. season. I mean... If you if we'd done this like four years ago or whenever, like Veronica Mars would have been been a good one. Yeah, pre movie and pre new yeah. show and stuff. Probably a little more like six years ago, I guess. I don't really know how much time has passed. <laughs> it's a construct, you know. <clears throat> it's not linear. Well, I would watch all of those. Perfect. So would I. We'll submit these two are the big wigs we know Our in friends the biz. at Peacock. <laughs> Um, I kind of have a lot of TV news that I can just, like, run through. How much... What do you have? I have one (laughs) that everyone already knows. 
Do you want to start? Yeah, I would love to start. And then I will provide commentary Perfect. as you do the heavy lifting. Perfect. Um, Mine is just that today Disney Plus tweeted out a giant thread, like probably the biggest Twitter thread I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and I actually thought that they like capped you off. So I was surprised that it kept going. It was crazy. I bookmarked the original tweet. It was Snow White was the very first one. Mm-hmm. Like I scrolled forever to try and find it and it was really frustrating. Um, but they tweeted out every single, well, they said there's like kind of an asterisk cause they're like, yeah. this is most everything. But the tweet, the thread is so long that it feels like everything they'll have on the service. Mm-hmm. And it was like the best commercial they ever could have done for the streaming service for mm-hmm. me. Cause I was like, oh yeah, there's so many like necessities. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was really exciting. I was super excited to see all the decoms and even Stevens and a lot of things that I didn't realize Disney owned, like yeah, same. some old nineties movies. And I'm so excited that smart guy is on there. Mm-hmm. Taylor's really excited about one in particular. I know yeah, out of the box, <laughs> out of the box, out of the box, just like a beautiful theme song that now we can start our day with. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm basically, I mean, I was always probably definitely going to get it, but now I'm like, when can I get it? You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, for starters, Mandy Moore um, gets a pilot on ABC, and it's going to be about kind of her musical childhood. I am so excited about that. Yeah, I'm very proud of her. <sighs> and it's with, like, some of the same people that make This Is Us, so I feel like that's kind of promising. I think so. I think it's, like, destined to be a hit, and she has a super interesting childhood. Yeah. I love things about, like, people getting famous. Me too. It's going to be great. Um, Just a couple of dates. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel got a date of December 6th. Oh, that feels soon. Yeah. Um, The End of the Effing World comes out on November 5th, which I'm excited about. You never watched that, right? No, I never did. I liked it. Yeah, I heard, um, I think I heard mostly good things from people, actually. Yeah. Um, that first season feels, feels like it was a while ago. Yeah, it was. Oh, that's all. <laughs> I, have, I felt like I had more. There's another season of Ugly Delicious, which I haven't watched, but I've always wanted to on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched that yet either. And, like, Lena Waithe and Kate McKinnon and Chrissy Teigen and Seth Rogen are going to be featured in it, and I feel like that'll be good. I love all those people. Yeah. Did you see that Seth Rogen was at Disneyland this week? Yeah, I saw that, like, literally everyone was Freaking at Disneyland. Freaking jealous. It was crazy. Okay. So, El Camino, Jesse's story. How did you feel about it? Um, I actually liked it. I'm I... surprised because I felt like Jordan was pretty apprehensive about it. Yeah, I was apprehensive just because I think that... I'm a little jaded on, which is ironic because I came up with all these pitches for spinoff movies <laughs> I want, but I feel like I've kind of just been jaded about stuff like that, especially a show that was so long ago now and is like held up as like one of the top five best shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, But so my expectations for myself enjoying it weren't that high. And also I don't usually like... Like, kind of a stressful survival type movie. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this, but is this going to be my cup of tea? 
Yeah. But I actually did really like it. I thought Aaron Paul was amazing in it. His performance reminded me a little bit of the first Hunger Games movie, how Jennifer Lawrence had to do so much of that that movie, like, non-verbally, and just, Mm -hmm. like, her going through the arena and stuff. Because I found him, like, very compelling even when he was just, like, silently searching for stuff. Yes. I was like, I'm actually, like, very invested and interested in this Mm -hmm. whole thing. So overall, I did like it. Good. I feel like, I think for me, it was a little too soon because I literally finished Breaking Bad knowing that this movie was coming and I finished it like not even a month ago. So I didn't have that like longing nostalgia feeling that I think most people did. And I think that kind of hurt me Mm -hmm. as far as like my enjoyment. But I was scared that it would ruin the show and it definitely didn't do that. Um, And I did like it. I just felt, I think I also felt a little betrayed by like how it was marketed. I thought they kind of made it seem like it was going to be all about Jesse finding this new life. Mm -hmm. And it was 90% flashbacks to like him being captured by Jesse Plemons. (laughs) Totally. And like any of the other stuff of him looking for a new life, like it was literally that next day. Yeah. So yeah. That was only 10% of the movie. Um, If that, even. Yeah. But the flashbacks were really good. I really loved his scenes with Jesse Plemons. (laughs) Jesse looked really bad. (laughs) And, like, it was funny Uh, because uh, Jesse looked bad and Jesse, there are real Jesse. (laughs) All the Jessies. Looked the same and good. That's actually crazy. There's also a character named Jesse in Righteous Gemstones. Oh, Yeah. Um, um, one thing I thought was, it's so crazy that Jesse has such good teeth hmm. for someone that like, done so much meth in his life. True. They were, like, blinding me <laughs> with their bright, shiny whiteness for a second. But, I mean, they were sniffing it. Yeah, I guess he kind of, he, he thought that one through. Yeah. He still looked, Jesse could still get it, you know? Oh, yeah. Aaron Paul's a hottie. Yeah. Yeah, he did great. I still wouldn't, even though I did like it, especially, like, surprising myself by how much I liked it, I wouldn't say it's necessary. No, especially because the way they kind of ended it, it was still, like, they could keep going. Yeah, they still left us with a lot of secrets. Yeah. Um, but there were a lot of fun cameos that even me, who literally just finished this se- the series, was like, oh, I like seeing him, and him and um there was the actor who plays the guy who kind of gives him a new life mm-hmm. uh robert for uh forster mm-hmm. who recently passed away like this week literally this week it's and that's so crazy. crazy it really is nuts well and i didn't even remember him from the series oh you he was only in like the end yeah i think he was literally in the finale or something because i was reading um the comedian Paul Shear posted about that they had, like, asked him to be in some really goofy comedy. Mm-hmm. And he did it. And he they were like, he was a joy on set. And we actually talked about Breaking Bad a ton, like, on behind the scenes on the set. Like, all of us, because we were obsessed with it. And he never said that he was in the finale. Oh, really? And they'd already taped it, I think. And so it was, he, they were like, we I, like, can't believe that, like, 
then I watched the finale and I was like, I just worked with that guy. <laughs> so I thought that was cute. That's special. But yeah, that was pretty, like, what a weird timing. Yeah, seriously. But I honestly don't really have that much more to say on that. Yeah, I felt like it just felt like an extended um, episode. So, like, they did pretty good at, like, keeping it in with, like, the feelings as mm-hmm. Breaking Bad. And you would know TV since series. you literally did just watch yeah. it. I feel like the cinematography was, like, a little bit darker than it was originally filmed, but that's probably because times are better now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was really nice looking. Yeah. Even in such a grimy setting. Yeah. Well, good. On to the next one. <laughs> we did a lot of work this week. Yeah, I'm kind of impressed, and I don't really feel, like, burnt out, but maybe... I don't know. It does help when one... If we're watching two, well, kind of three things, but, like, one's a movie. Yeah. But, yeah. Let's talk Righteous Gemstones. I will say, watching the finale of Righteous Gemstones after the finale of Succession was really hard for me. Wow, And almost kind of, like, changed my whole feelings about Righteous Gemstones. Would you say the same? I completely agree. I feel like the second to last episode actually would have made a good finale. I agree. Compared to... I did not like the finale. No, I thought it was... um, I don't even really know how to describe it. Just wasn't... It wasn't even as high quality as the rest of the series, I thought. Mm -hmm. The season, I mean. Um, Overall, the series, I didn't dislike it or anything. But as Taylor and I have talked about, like, it's just not really my sense of humor. Same. I think that is kind of like a Danny McBride thing. Yeah. Um, It's very, like, hangover type sense of humor. Yes. And kind of like, um, it's like kind of improv-y. Like, you keep, like, you're kind of going back and forth, like, kind of improving between characters. Mm -hmm. But it's never really that funny to me. No. Like, because I really like the Judd Apatow style of that, Mm -hmm. usually. Um, And, like... Saying that, like, it's not like it, like I'm above gross-out humor Yeah, when it's funny, but I just didn't really think a lot of this was very funny. Well, and I feel like there's a time and a place, and if you are doing it um, with intention and, like, smart, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of feel like the, that was all it was. And then there were, and, like, there was, like, a full episode that I was like, none of that was even funny at all. Yeah. I almost thought it was worked better when it was just being a drama than when it was trying to be a comedy. Yeah. Um, I really liked the sister in it, Judy. Same. Um, she was probably my favorite part and, like, the most interesting to me, which was kind of ironic. I liked Adam Devine sometimes. Yeah, sometimes he made me laugh. Yeah. I, I, I like him in general. I think he's pretty funny. But he was probably at his least funny in this to me. Yeah. Um, I actually really, well, I wouldn't say I really liked him, but I liked Baby Billy, because I thought Mm -hmm. he was, like, so weird and, like, a very interesting character. Yeah, like, wanted to know more about him. Totally. Um, I think I only really laughed at one thing that Danny McBride's character said, and he was talking to his single friend, and his single friend (laughs) was like, wow, I really wish I had someone who loved me enough to get mad at me when I do bad things. And he was like, you do. His name's Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was probably, like, the line of the, of the show. Yeah. It was It was hilarious. the most relatable, and I honestly, like, laughed out loud. Um, 
One thing that I thought was interesting about the show was that it really went a way different way than I thought because I had expected from the commercials that it was going to be all about exposing hypocrisy in these big churches, mm-hmm. these like super churches and stuff like that. And it was only a little bit about that. Yeah. Like they all actually were pretty good people. Yeah. Like they all did genuinely care about the religion and to an extent each other, like they're spoiled. Mm-hmm. But they all actually wanted to do the right thing. Yeah. It was Even, like just, it was like their own personal decisions that they're, that were dumb. Not mm-hmm. anything that actually had to do with their religion. No, none of it. And it's also interesting because like you could say that baby Billy was like kind of the hypocrite one but mm-hmm. even he was still like he still loved his sister and like felt guilty a little bit mm-hmm. but he and he wasn't even really the main villain no so it was just kind of interesting because I feel like not that I had a problem with that but it seems like it could have maybe been a more interesting show if they were actually like they claimed to be these famous Christian preachers but they're mm-hmm. actually horrible mm-hmm. but it wasn't like that at all yeah no um he this he wasn't in it very much, but I was going to ask you, um, you know, the girl that Adam Devine was, like, tasked with helping from her, get away from her boyfriend or yeah. whatever? Tiny was, baby Allison De Laurentiis. Yes. Was her dad um, Betty's boyfriend from Inglow? He was. Okay. I didn't look it up because I figured you could answer I my could, question quicker than I could. I saw it and up. I thought, that's Betty's ancient boyfriend. And I looked it up and it was. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of myself. You did good. Oh, there were also a lot of penises. I was literally going to say the same thing. Unnecessary. Um, Like, not even funny. I think every episode had at least one. Basically. It is rare that you watch a show that has more male nudity than female nudity. Um, When it's to be funny and it's not usually funny. No, it was, like, just kind of, like, we can, so we will. Yeah. Anyway, that's basically all I have. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say about it. Yeah, I wasn't obsessed with it, but I didn't hate it. No, and I thought the acting was, like, pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was done really well. Yeah, and I actually really liked that song that, like, the brother-sister sang, and then they performed as adults. I was like, this is, like, a good song. Yeah. Well, it kind of reminds me of that article you sent me. Where it talks about Kendall's rap on Succession, mm-hmm. and the guy was talking about how it's kind of like how the music in Righteous Gemstones, it, like, has to be good in order for it to be good. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's such a silly factor to it, but it sounds like a real song that would actually have been popular. Exactly. Yeah, if you've watched that, let us know, because I would be really interested to discuss it with people. Yeah, I don't know anyone really who's watched it. So hit us up if you did. All right, let's let's quickly discuss our crush of the week before we get into succession spoilers. Because, well, I can't speak to your crush, but I kind of said my succession crush last, crush last week. Yeah, you did. So who's it going to be this week? So this week, and it seems really obvious, but I have another reason to choose him. But I picked Aaron Paul. Mm. A, obviously, El Camino. He was great. looked great. But I also started watching BoJack Horseman. Does he look so hot in that cartoon? <laughs> he's so good at the voice acting, it doesn't even sound like him. Like, he's <laughs> playing, like, this total kind of, like, down-on-his-luck goofball mm-hmm. character. And it's just so funny, especially because I was watching it and then 
going to El Camino where he's got like his like tough guy, like, I mean, fr- freshly sprung out of his cage. Mm-hmm. And so he's not even really talking that much. <laughs> and then on Bojack Horseman, he's like really, really, really happy voice all the time. And I was just really impressed with him. Wow, I like that. And he's an executive producer on BoJack Horseman, too. Yeah. I didn't know that. Man of many talents. Just a renaissance man. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I am going to maybe shock you. Probably not. Yay! But I'm going to go with Cousin Greg. He... <laughs> it doesn't shock me because he's super cute. Well, but he's adorable. He's also... <laughs> Taylor doesn't always like the little, like, underdog ones. <laughs> she likes a more powerful man, I feel like. Um, he looked really good when they were getting on the boat with his sunglasses and oh, a striped yeah. shirt. I was like, oh, Cousin Greg. That boat like both <laughs> Mama-like. <laughs> the boat looks were great on everybody. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Kendall's fedora, though. Oh, he looked really good until he put that hat on. Yeah. He just looks so silly in a hat. It's like they know, and so they make him wear hats a lot. It's like he's kind of short in general, and then it takes away a whole foot when he puts a hat on. Is he short? He seems short standing next to Cousin Greg. Greg, who's literally, what, like 6'8"? Yeah. I think it's safe to say we're moving on to succession spoilers, so. (laughs) Anytime we start talking about crushes, it just (laughs) magically turns into a succession discussion. I've been talking about the finale with a lot of people, and I have decided I could probably discuss it for three hours. So I'm going to try to keep my comments brief. (laughs) But I thought it was perfect. I loved it. It was everything I could have ever wanted and more. Especially, we knew that it would be hard to top the first season finale, which is a complete game changer, crazy time. And then... This whole season, to me, has been amazing episode after amazing episode. Mm -hmm. Constantly shifting, but still staying the same show. Like, amazing characters. And I thought they capped it off perfectly. I agree. I loved having them all on a boat. I think I might have even mentioned that last week, that I was excited about that. Um, Because I think that... The best parts of Succession are when they're all in the same room. Or even when just the siblings are in the same room. Those are usually my favorite parts. Well, when you have this kind of ensemble cast, that's so good. I mean, not to always be comparing it to Arrested Development, but, like, that's when that show's amazing. Because these people are so good and they inhabit these characters so well Mm -hmm. that it's like, not only do they understand their own individual character, but they understand their whole family of characters. Mm -hmm. And so, like... They're, oh, they're, they just work perfectly together. It's amazing. Um, There was also a lot of really, really perfect liners. <laughs> Should we just go back and forth with some? Can we please? <laughs> you start. No woman, no cry. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> That's Greg. The, re- wishing he'd said that in his hearing in D.C. <laughs> Being no, serious. No woman, no cry. He was, was like, what? What does that even mean in that context? (laughs) Um, Parentheses. I am an incredible hero. (laughs) Why do I disagree? Because that's my opinion. (laughs) Um, This is um, when they're, like, accusing people and trying to say who should uh, be the 
blood sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And Tom was like, Carl, sausage thief. <laughs> it's like, I miss so much I could go back and watch it and get a hundred new quotes, I feel like. Oh, for real. Um, I also just really appreciated, as did everyone else, the more f- the food analogies of Tom and Greg. Um, kind of like the tomlet with you can't get make a tomlet without cracking some Greg's. Um, but this time it was um a tom with Greg sprinkles. <laughs> I'm more than just a sprinkle. <laughs> um. Oh, obviously sails out nails out, bro. Yeah. It's that, perfect. When he said that, I, I like, fell on the ground. Mm-hmm. Especially because just Greg's self-consciousness about his feet, <laughs> which I really relate to. I've really dry heels. <laughs> he's like, what if my toenails aren't the most ex- aesthetically pleasing? And, like, he's more worried about that than, like, the, this opportunity to go on, like, this five-story <sighs> boat. And, like, he should be panicking yeah. also because it's, like, a death cruise. You're probably going to be getting killed. Was- oh, also when Greg tells Roman, like, you're widely known as a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um. Also, one of my favorite quotes probably of the year um, was Tom twisting a knife into my heart when he told Shiv, I wonder if the sad I'd be without you would be less than the sad I get from being with you. And... I would be lying if I said I didn't have a little baby tear come to my eye. I felt for him. Well, it's like, he really does need to get out of that marriage, you know? But then, would he stay in the family biz, you know? It's like, no. It'd be hard to give all that up. He should go work for Logan's brother, Ewan. (laughs) But I also, something I really appreciated about that part, too, was um, when they're on the boat, and he's like... I see a sea urchin on that. Next cove, Julian. Oh, Julius. He says Julius. I don't remember that. I need to watch it's it again. Like, yeah, he just is like, next cove, Julius. He And I felt like that was like a very real thing because he knew that he was about to have a conversation with Shiv that was not going to go well. Mm-hmm. And he kind of wanted the circumstances to be perfect. I've kind of, I kind of was thinking about all of my breakups and it's always been like someone's on edge who was ever like doing the breaking up and they kind of like try to create this ideal circumstances for the breaking up. And if Mm -hmm. it's not going that way, then you kind of have a freak out. And that was totally how Tom was feeling. And I like felt that for him. So I just really liked that part. This show is just so layered. Like, how can a show about these people, like, ring true so often, mm-hmm. you know? It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved how it ended. Mm-hmm. I was so happy. And I just, I loved the look of pride on Logan's face. Like, it's so messed up. It's it so really is. He's so proud. Brilliant. And to me, it made me wonder if that was the plan all along. Like, did Logan plan that? Knowing that Kendall would do that. I kind of think yes, but I also am like, is Logan that smart? Well, and it's like, I had I would never have thought of that, but I mean, Logan is like, he is a mastermind, yeah. you know, like he's, that's why he's known for this. But does he have enough confidence in Kendall to add he would actually do that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, there's a lot of questions. Yeah, there really are. Um, I did try to rank what some of the, the most shocking moments. Okay. I'll count down. Number, it's out of eight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Number eight 
Just, and it's like, because it's shock slash, like, tension slash just, like, ring your forehead moments. Mm -hmm. I put Connor's president video because (laughs) it is so painful, but it's just so amazing. Also him asking his dad for a small hundred mil. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was like, even you, Connor, like, you are, you you were in the hearings. Yeah. Those con heads. Oh my gosh, when Woola threw his iPad off the boat. Like, that's the... For sure, you know you're rich. Oh, that that's your so first funny. mistake. I was dying. Um, number seven, I said when Logan slapped Ro- or yeah, when Logan slapped Roman. Mm, yes. Um, number six, I said from last night when Shiv was at the table saying Tom should be fired. Oh yeah, because that yeah, yeah. was like I was screaming. Mm-hmm. It was so crazy, and yeah, it was so nuts. Um, number five. I said Kendall's final press conference of the season. Yes. Um, four, I said Roman and Jerry getting together. Yeah, I would put, definitely put that above everything else you've said. Yeah. Uh, three, I said bore on the floor. Mm, yep. Um, if you saw that coming, you're messed up. <laughs> <laughs> that And even rewatching it, I've, that's the thing about the show. Like, it's been fun to, re- to rewatch the episodes because, like, it's almost more tense knowing mm-hmm. what's coming. Because mm-hmm. I'm just dreading... But seeing them oinking on the floor, like, it's so painful. Um, number two, I said Kendall's rap. Mm, yeah. I mean, you can't beat... I mean, you can beat it, because what's your number one? When Kendall pooped the bed. <laughs> True. Number one is ironically a number two situation. Yeah. But that was just so... So beyond what I would have expected to see in this show that I had to, I had to put it at number one. I think I would have done the same. Good choice. Thank you. I forgot to rank mine, but <laughs> one of my very, very number ones, probably. Um, hopefully no one will be listening to this from my family because no, none of them have watched Succession. <laughs> and do we have to mark it explicit if we say the F word? Because I'm about to say it. <laughs> I feel like you've given a clear enough warning. <laughs> but the part I think that I laughed the hardest at and rewound it and watched it like five times was Roman when he was recording his like <laughs> voice thing over to his dad for, for his, his birth- 50th. Oh yeah, for the anniversary. <laughs> and he said, fuck you, go bye-bye. <laughs> it was perfect. The whole oh, thing was perfect, but... The fuck you go bye-bye was, like, too much. Iconic. Um, one of my... One part that I... I just would laugh every single time whenever Logan needed Shiv to come in the room and he would just yell, Pinky! (laughs) Um, also when Tom said, the news is new. (laughs) The news presentation. Oh, Tom... Oh my gosh. I never thought I would feel so warmly about Tom. I know, me neither. Big dummy. Oh, also, it... this will be my last one. But Cousin Greg, when Kendall was like, this is your apartment. Like, this is for you. And he thought he was joking. And he was like, I can take a lot in terms of phys- psychological pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I loved that, like... Greg could come through at the end. Yeah. With his file-marked secret. 
He just, Greg has to look out for Greg, you know? Yeah, he does. And it's like, he knows that Tom sucks. So. Well, and he knows, like, Kendall's kind of been the only nice one to him. Yeah, that's true. I kind of like that he had to go back and babysit Kendall. It was adorable. It was, oh, it was so good. Well, I'm just sad because I don't know what we're going to do now. I think Succession is one of the best television shows on television and off, like, has been made. That has been made. (laughs) You sound like Greg at his hearing. (laughs) I really think this ranks, it's for sure already in my my top five shows, Mm -hmm. maybe higher. Yeah. I would need to evaluate, especially because we always say it's hard to compare something that's not actually finished yet. Yeah. But it's kind of like watching Veep. Like, you just know you're watching something that's better than everything else. Yeah. And that's a quote you can put on the DVD box. True. HBO. Better than everything else. Well, something I forgot to tell you was that someone today said this season finale of Succession was the red wedding without any blood. I might have to leave that lip smack in because it was the sound of my mouth falling open because that's so brilliant. Yeah, it's, it, it's true. It's so true. I mean, the, it really is filling a Game of Thrones hole yeah. in my heart. And in HBO's, you know? They need this show. And I hope it becomes, like, as huge of a phenomenon. Yeah. But also part of me selfishly doesn't because I'm like... Do I have to share it with the world? I know. <laughs> That's it's how, like, like, Game of Thrones fans I want to yell at people for not watching it, but I'm also, like, okay with not everyone watching it. Totally. But still, if you're listening to this, that means I like you and I want you to watch it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and I feel like, for me, it has all the political mind games parts of Game of Thrones, yeah. which were my favorite parts, but mm-hmm. it's, like, all of that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and it's funnier. Yeah. It's true. It's so good. Um, every single person's an amazing actor. Yep. Don't know how many times we can say that, but no. it's... I love them all. It's just perfectly true. Always. We'll see what happens next, and I guess we'll see how long we have to wait. I'm really, really dying to know how what they do for the next season. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Alright, thanks for letting us chat. <laughs> Bye. Bye.